0: I want to thank you for joining us today on the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you didn't know, we have a 24-7 prayer hotline. It's staffed by Teen Challenge staff members who are ready to pray with you anytime, anywhere. Call us today at 888-520-0620. And if you know someone who is struggling with addiction and needs to come into our program, you can refer them to this same number, 888-520-0620 and we can help them begin their new life. I hope you're ready because we're continuing in our series from Ron Brown's Leadership Devotionals. Today, you're going to hear a devotional called The Spiritual Discipline of Thirst. If you haven't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast channel today. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out, and it's a way for us to stay in touch during these difficult times. God bless you today, my friends.
1: In Psalm 63, verse 1, It says, you God are my God, earnestly I seek you, I thirst for you, my whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I wanna talk just very briefly about the spiritual discipline of thirst. You know, we talk about all kinds of spiritual disciplines of prayer and of worship and different things, but there's a spiritual discipline of thirst uh, that really causes us to be able to access the fullness of God's spirit in our lives. The wilderness is a powerful symbol of God's presence in scripture. Jesus was driven into the wilderness by the spirit. The children of Israel spent 40 years in the wilderness. The law was given in the wilderness um, and uh, the wilderness is, is kind of stands out in scripture as this place where God does miracles. It's all about an attitude of thirst. When we thirst and we are parched and we desire, it causes us to reach out in faith from a depth uh, that we don't reach out ordinarily. We, there's a conspiracy in our world um, to, to keep us from this thirst, you know, the commercials tell us play the lotto, hit it rich, buy this product, it'll make you really happy and successful. Get this kind of job, making this kind of money and all of your problems will go away. You will be happy, happy, happy. Make lots of money. Uh, Go on this particular vacation and you will be fulfilled. Everything in your life will be satisfied. If you can just get to this particular place, your joy will be full. And so all kinds of things conspire against us to keep us from being thirsty. They want to fill us up, fill us up, fill us up, fill us up, fill us up. That's what our culture claims, that they will satisfy every need, and it pushes us far from this kingdom attitude uh, of being thirsty, because in the kingdom of God, we're supposed to be continually thirsty. Uh, Matthew 5, verse 6 says, blessed are those who constantly are in a state of hunger and thirst. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. And it's an ongoing constant being in that place of recognizing, God, I know there's more. God, I know there's deeper things in you. And so there's a spiritual discipline that we have to cultivate of thirsting for God and pushing back all of these things of our culture and our world that tells us not to thirst, but to just be full. Psalm 34, eight says, oh, taste and see uh, that the Lord is good. So how do we create and keep this, uh, this thirst, this spiritual discipline of thirst going? We have to keep drinking and we have to keep eating. We have to keep partaking because what that does is it creates an appetite for it. You know, if you if you don't partake, if you don't drink, if you don't eat, you won't develop an appetite and you won't develop a hunger Uh, for being with the Lord, Um, the gods of this world, time, money, entertainment, uh, worldly comfort, all of these things grab at our attention uh, so that we will be fully satisfied. Everything about our environment pushes us far from being thirsty. God has to drive us into the wilderness so that we will cry out to the living God uh, that we need you, Lord. This attitude of the kingdom uh, comes from the Lord. No one who comes to God, um, uh, when they if they're not if they're satisfied, they won't come to God. <laughs> That's they they will stay away if they feel that they're satisfied. In John seven thirty seven, when Jesus stood at that great feast and and he declared. Um, Uh, I want to read it from John to to see it from the scriptures. But again, this spiritual discipline I've been meditating on just recently, and I'm thinking, boy, I don't know if we're really hungry and we're thirsty. My prayer is that when we come to spiritual emphasis this year, that we will come hungry, that we will come thirsty. And it's that kind of thirst that really creates the atmosphere for God to do miracles for us. Um, If we're not thirsty, why should he show up? John 7, 37 says, on the last and great day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, uh, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And by this, he meant the spirit, hallelujah, on whom he will come to those who have received him. And so we need to be in this place of thirsting and desiring for the Spirit of God to come upon us. We need to long for his presence. It needs to be something that is palpable. We need to awaken the thirst inside of us by continually drinking. Uh, What is it like to earnestly seek? When we earnestly seek, that means we desire, that means like the prayer that Mike just prayed, it's it's a passion, it comes from a deep place in our soul. Lord, I need your touch. Lord, I need your drink of your spirit. I need living water. God, I need you. But if we're comfortable and we're laid back and we just kind of approach God kind of in a lackadaisical way, we will not be able to partake. God brought his people into the wilderness so that they would find delight in him and in him alone. And in that place, he revealed to them that he was Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. He revealed that he was the sustainer of all life. He revealed that he was the healer, Jehovah Rapha. He he revealed that he was the comforter, that he was the deliverer. He was the strength. It was in the wilderness. It was in that place when they were separated from all of the, if you will, destroyed, of the world uh, and those creature comforts that that call us uh, into this place of complacency, he wanted them to find delight in him. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. He still wants us to find our greatest joy, and that's what delight means, your greatest joy. He wants us to find our greatest joy and greatest fulfillment in him not in anything else. And so that's why he had to bring them to this place of the wilderness so they wouldn't be distracted and they could find out that he is the provider, he is the sustainer, he is the healer, he is the comforter, he is the deliverer, he's the strength, but many times he's the last person that we seek for when we're in trouble. So may God help us to develop uh, this uh, spiritual discipline of thirst so that we will be like a well-watered land, and we won't be in a dry, parched place, but we will always be refreshed, and we will produce fruit in every season of the goodness and the graces of God's uh, life poured through us in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's come to spiritual emphasis thirsty, hallelujah, um, and and develop that spiritual discipline. Let's encourage our students and our staff to uh, to develop that spiritual discipline of thirst so that they can receive a deep, deep drink from the well of who he is, hallelujah, because God wants to fill us up. He wants to just be with us and he wants to show us who he is, hallelujah. And so stay thirsty for the Lord and don't allow the distraction. Actions of the world, the comforts of this world, to pull you back from that place uh, of, of not being thirsty. I've been in other parts of the world where uh, there's not a whole lot that the culture has to offer, and and the people there seem to be a whole lot more thirsty for the presence of God. Um, you know, they don't have you know all the iPhones and all of the social media. Some of them don't even have access to the internet at all. Um, And they have very few comforts in this world, and they they are on the edge of this thirst for God. And so there's a palpable Mm -hmm. connection that they make to the Spirit of God that I don't see in other places around the world where there's an abundance of things and distractions. But you know what? we can close out those distractions and we can still develop this spiritual discipline of thirst so that we can receive fully from the grace of God. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons I like to read the Psalms because David, he stayed thirsty. Um, Even in the midst of his um, affluence as, as a king and really having access to just about anything that he wanted was available, he still found this place in his heart to desire and to thirst after God, like no person in the scripture that I can see uh, at all that comes close (laughs) to the way that he seemed to have been in this place of perpetual understanding of his need and his thirst for God. He developed this spiritual discipline greatly on the other side of the cross. Mm -hmm. And so I certainly believe that we can develop this spiritual discipline today Uh, that God will meet us in miraculous and awesome, awesome ways when we hunger and thirst for him, we shall be filled. Amen. So be encouraged, my brothers and sisters, and don't let the distractions of the world keep you from hungering and thirsting after him.
0: Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.